Welcome to the Women Living Healthy podcast, where we empower and inspire women along her self-care journey, her spiritual path, and her wellness transformations. Join us weekly and begin embodying your true essence and authenticity. Become your very own wellness expert and embrace a life filled with good health, vitality, abundance, and purpose. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. K here, your host of the Women Living Healthy podcast. And as always, thank you for joining me for Thankful Thursday. And thank you for supporting the podcast. And I hope that you've enjoyed this mindfulness series. And today we're actually concluding the Power of Awareness mindfulness series. And today we're going to drop a little into our heart space and talk about relationships. So if you haven't listened to the full series, go back this month and listen to the episodes to really get a good understanding of what mindfulness is. And so today it's all about five tips for decreasing relationship stress and enhancing your relationship satisfaction through mindfulness. So today in the context of relationships, I'm going, I'm going to be extending this to not only romantic partners, but also in the context of our children, our friends, co-workers, clients, and, and so forth. So I'm also going to be talking about how mindfulness is really critical in terms of having a healthy perception of ourselves, really being truly present for ourselves, and really being truly present for ourselves. Living consciously is really key in fully being present with others. And I'm also going to tap into a little bit about intuition and discernment concerning relationships and how mindfulness can increase our intuition, our level of discernment, and so forth. So I wanted to talk about this topic today because it's so important because the health of our relationships is correlated and linked with our health and our personal sense of well-being. And I think sometimes and very, you know, often we don't make the connection and we forget that the physical cost of living in an unhealthy relationship can be very costly for in terms of chronic stress. Any chronic stress can be debilitating for our physical health. And not only that, but our psychosocial health, our emotional health, our spiritual health, and so forth. So the same with relationships. So we know that relationships can heal and relationships can destroy, but unconditional love is constant and it can heal. Love has the power to heal, to nourish, to transform suffering. And love is all that really matters. Love is who you are. Relationships can heal just like the body and mind can heal through love and empathy and kindness and acceptance. But it all really depends on how we operate from that place. Tapping into the heart space again is what we're doing today. So it all depends on each individual within that relationship and having mindful awareness and cultivating the energies within our relationships. And that includes, you know, our own thinking and our feelings, our own emotions, you know, the way that we communicate our speech, our motives, and how we show up each moment in the present. So being present with yourself allows you to be present with others. And that's what it's all about. It's all about love. And that's what we're talking about today. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be back and we will dive right in. So let's be honest, our relationships can be a major source of stress in our lives if we let it. On the flip side, our relationships can be a great source of love. And before I jump into the five tips for reducing relationship stress, I just want to talk about a few elements here. So when we think about it through our relationships with others, this certainly provides us with the opportunity to expand our own soul's capacity for unconditional love. And thus, certainly, this lends a need for us to be more consciously awake within ourselves, our own being, who we truly are. We are love. And mindfulness can help us tap back into our heart space 
tapping back into that unconditional love that's there. Mindfulness can help us have a greater capacity to respond, you know, constructively to relationship stress without reactivity. Mindfulness can help us to grow in our emotional awareness and how to have better anger management and more effective communication and how to resolve conflict. All these elements are so important to any relationship if we want to have some calm and peace (laughs) in our relationships. Because think about it, all of us have emotional triggers and it's so important to get curious about them because they come up. And if they're not healed, if we've, you know, have hid them up underneath the surface, then they can you know, sabotage our relationships. We can sabotage our relationships when we have these emotional triggers or this emotional baggage that we have not healed and let go of from previous traumas, previous hurts and other relationships. So emotional triggers, we got to get very curious about it because they come up, especially when we're already up underneath stress. Conflict resolution, you think about that, so important in relationships because most of us, we've developed these habits of how we deal with conflict (laughs) and how we deal with interpersonal conflict and because we are often molded by the ways that we've related to conflict in previous relationships, how we've related to conflict in terms of our upbringing and how we saw our parents handle conflict and so forth. So when we think about it, when we're not really handling conflict, then we're really just totally absorbed in our own feelings and attached to our own ways of thinking and agenda without really recognizing that it's critical to relationship satisfaction to have effective conflict resolution. But sometimes we get threatened when people don't see things the way that we see them. And so this can certainly lead to relationship unsatisfaction. Think about anger management. So the old saying is be slow to anger and quick to listen. (laughs) So one of the hardest things to do during relationship stress is to stop and redirect the focus to a more positive effect, especially when it's a romantic relationship, right? And all these emotions, emotional attachments come up and we are quick to anger, but we have to be slow to anger, quick to listen. Mindfulness really can help with that. So think about it. There's been things that we've all said or things that we've done that we wish we could take back. And we wish we can take back after we weren't so angry, (laughs) right? Taking a step back, pausing, like I talked about in um, the previous episode. Effective communication, so critical. This is paramount for any relationship satisfaction. So we have to be mindful of how we communicate our thoughts and without judgment of others, how we speak or even our body language. And a lot of relationship stress tends to resolve around a lack of communication where we're holding on to resentment, not openly expressing our real emotions, and we shut down. We shut down, especially when we feel that we're not listened to and that we're not heard and valued. We become dissatisfied. Finances, major stressor, especially in, in marriages and romantic relationships. This can be a real strain and see it quite a bit. And so you can have a couple. They, you know, both have good careers, but Maybe their financial goals aren't in alignment. So you have one spouse that spends up all the money and you have the other spouse that wants to save. (laughs) So it causes a lot of friction. So they're pointing their fingers at each other. And this issue compounds relationship stress. So when we think about all these little elements, I hadn't gotten to my five tips yet. (laughs) So, but when we think about the stress, relationship stress, it's not solely due to external stressors because we really have to look within because psychological stress, it arises from what's happening within ourselves individually. 
and how we interact between ourselves, between with others, and how we show up in the world and interact with others in the world. So even in relationship stress, we have to take accountability is what I'm trying to say. We have to take accountability for our part in those relationships and hope that others will do the same. Taking accountability for, for what we bring to the table. That's the only thing that we really control can control is what we bring to the table in terms of our own perceptions, our thoughts, our feelings, our behaviors, that emotional baggage <laughs> that we bring to the relationship out of trauma and securities. So we have to be secure in ourselves to really be available to listen to what other people need and to see things without constantly reacting, resisting, objecting, arguing, fighting, always wanting to be right and the other person wrong, making people feel heard, welcome, accepted. This feels good to everybody. Let's go ahead and jump into the five tips for decreasing relationship stress and enhancing relationship satisfaction through mindfulness. So number one is very simple, it's success. So in order to start working on enhancing any of our relationships, we need to really assess where we are right here, right now, presently. How satisfied are you in your current relationships? And also think about, assess what your emotional triggers are. That's not always easy to do. It's hard to look in the mirror at ourselves to see if we're the culprit of the problem. And on the flip side, think about it. So in terms of poor relationships or unhealthy relationships, think about what situation or experience or current relationship is causing you the greatest amount of stress right now. Think about if there's anyone in your life who's constantly putting you down or making you feel unheard or inadequate or whom you feel you have to tread lightly around. And think about how this level of stress is affecting every area of your life because often stress and, and relationship stress, it's not just impacting one area of our life, it's also impacting our health, our career, our sense of self and our personal sense of power, things like that, and vice versa. You know, there, it could be health that's impacting our relationships or our career that's impacting our relationships and feeding into relationship stress. So just simply assess, notice who you are when you're stressed about relationships. If, when you're stressed out about relationships, how you're reacting to it, really identify your emotional triggers, and more importantly, why you react to them. Self-reflection is key to emotional growth, emotional intelligence, because the more you understand your reactions, then the more you actually will be non-judgmental to others. So think about also, what is it that you want in your relationships? What would life be like without having relationship stress? What does freedom from that really look like for you? What do you want to experience instead? It's okay to ask yourself these questions because we, in the present moment right here, that's what mindfulness is all about, being present, consciously aware of what it is that we want to align with in our lives. And it's no different when it comes to our relationships. So, you know, how would it be if you actually got along with your teenage daughter, for example, right? Or your ex, you know, your ex-spouse, you know, these things create a lot of relationship stress when we're trying to, you know to be in a loving relationship. That's what we really desire. Most of us desire to be in a satisfied relationship, whether that's, again, ex-spouses, clients, and so forth, our children. So assessment's gonna be first. Number two, nurture and be present for yourself through mindfulness, self-awareness. So mindfulness is a 
effective way to enhance self-awareness. So now that we've assessed what's going on, so now we can actually start to take action and do start by taking some self-reflection through mindful self-awareness. So mindfulness has shown that it can cultivate our level of having healthy perceptions about ourselves. So healthy perception of self, and it helps one to really apply meaning to their life. And in terms of what you are seeing in others or what you're looking for in others, There's a lot of us that look for love outside of ourselves. But what you desire in terms of love, you already actually already have within you. So we have to shift to the right now. Sit with yourself. Be aware. And the more self-aware and present you are, you have more control over or choosing where to focus your energy where to focus your emotions. You are more aware of your thoughts and your emotions and how these things are impacting your relationships. So the best way to cultivate that is to sit with yourself non-judgmentally with self-compassion and just simply notice what arises from within you, your thoughts, emotions, and really sitting and being there with the emotions as they arise. Because again, the emotional baggage, many of us have emotional wounds. We have emotional wounds from our childhood. We live in a culture that has told us not to feel anything. And if we do feel anything, we shouldn't be showing our feelings. So we lock them up. And when we lock up these emotions, they fester and they turn into dis-ease in the mind and the body. They negatively affect our relationships. And the word emotions actually means in motion, to move out. E meaning out to move. When we lock up our emotions, the energy inside of us doesn't move as much and we become restrictive. Our emotional energy then becomes blocked from moving through our lives and growing in our relationships. And so we begin to feel stuck in our relationships, repeating the same cycles over and over again. And we sabotage our relationships out of a poor self-image, feeling unworthy or unsupported or unsafe out of fear, resentment, anger. This blocks the natural flow of energy to open up to unconditional love, which brings me to number three, dropping into your heart space. Dropping into the heart space is where self-compassion, empathy, and love abound. The heart chakra. The heart chakra helps us better manage our emotions, and it decreases negative effect, enhancing more of a positive effect. Let your energy come from your heart, moving like soft air. The heart brings us into wholeness. So when we want to open up our heart chakra or heart space in order to express love and to be able to receive love, this is about having healthy self-love. And this is a place where we are so wounded. So many of us are so wounded. So many of us maybe didn't get the love that we needed or deserved. We've had our hearts broken by a lover at some point, or we have lost someone we love. We're grieving and we're afraid to open up the heart. And most of the questions I get when I teach or coach has to do with the wounding of the heart and how to heal that and how to open that. And again, it's like allowing the light and the air to flow. And one way we can do that is sitting with our breath because the breath is an element of air, letting it flow, being in the present because of the moment right here as we connect to the breath, this brings us back to the moment and whatever we're experiencing right now where we can accept it as it is, not being afraid to sit with it, feeling the radiating love of the breath within and around you, really drawing that energy of unconditional love for yourself, for others, And so we can hold that space for ourselves as it begins to, and the more we do that, it starts to expand to others. So my invitation to you now is just to allow your experience, be with yourself in meditation, giving yourself space to be there with your emotions, surrendering the feelings of your heart, noticing 
dropping in deeper to your heart space. And just welcome that experience, allowing your body to feel just how it feels, letting your heart be just where it is. Whatever you feel in your body, whatever is happening in your heart, whatever thoughts are in your mind, welcome the experience. Put your hand on your heart, being right there and allowing the heart to be the gateway to deeper unconditional love. So number four, when we tap into our heart space, we actually also tap into our intuition. So in terms of relationships, this, when I talk about this, it doesn't mean that we don't have choices and discernment in terms of who we allow into our space. And so when we are in a calmer state, when we really tap into mindfulness, being consciously aware in the present moment through meditation, then we are more in tune. We can come more in tune with our intuition. One of my favorite quotes is by Donna Goddard, and the quote goes like this, there is a part of us that knows the timing of any relationship. It knows when to say yes. It knows when to say no. It knows things that we cannot work out. It knows when to wait. It knows when something has finished. It knows when something has started. That's our intuition. And in light of intuition, I think sometimes we allow ourselves to get into unhealthy relationships because we miss the repeated call from our intuitive self. We go against it. And often we ignore that little voice within and that feeling that arises when we know we just betrayed ourselves and our intuitive guidance. So some people say the heart can lead you away, and sometimes the heart can be deceiving. But when you really tap into your heart space and your intuition in a calm or higher conscious state, there's a level of discernment there. And you ask the higher power and whatever that is for you for that discernment in your relationships and that intuition. That way you're not led off by your emotions, but you're really truly coming from that intuitive place within your heart. Because intuition, this is a natural faculty that many think are just is just some mysterious magical act. But intuition is just as natural as we are breathing, sensing, touching, tasting. It's just as natural as our five senses. But we've been conditioned to live in ways such as through stress, fear, anxiety, trauma, internal chatter that often overshadows our intuitive flow. So coming back to the calm through mindfulness, meditation, the breath, prayer, yoga, self-reflection, mindfulness, all these things that I'm talking about, these are very effective ways into tapping back into your heart space, opening back up your natural intuitive nature and your ability and your capacity for unconditional love. Number five, be present, be calm, and listen to others. So the patience, the wisdom, and calm that can come out of a moment of mindfulness in any stressful situation or relationship is, can really be the fruit that can almost immediately bring you back to calm. Because people can pick up on that. You know, people, other people can sense that you feel a, scent, a state of calmness. But a lot of us are reactive, right? We are very reactive when we feel threatened. So other people, they can sense that you can't be overwhelmed or intimidated or that you are feeling this sense of calm because it comes off as an energy. So not only does mindfulness help us into a more healthy perception of self, but this also, when I say be present, 
become. This is now that we're extending this to others. So not only are we having this healthy perception of self, but it's also going to extend to us having a healthy perception of others. And not only that, when we have a healthier perception of ourselves and others, again, as I mentioned, this sends positive energy that flows to others, meaning that our partners may start to emulate and begin responding in a more healthy way because we are not reactive within our own negative emotional baggage and triggers. Now we have come from a more positive emotional state and then it starts to flow over to others. This is based on research because others then they may have this perception that we are calmer and less reactive. And so they may become calmer and less reactive. Not in all cases, but typically people can quick up very easily on a person's emotional state. Again, because it's an energy vibration and people pick it up, even if they're not aware of it, it's happening subconsciously and unconsciously. And it can cause them to become more calm and they don't even realize with how that whole process is happening. So in the same sense, when we're reactive, that also sends off energy that causes other people to be reactive. So it can create this vicious cycle. In terms of listening, this is my last point. In terms of listening, when we don't truly listen to our partners, then we are denying them the opportunity to feel love. And our relationships can't move into a healthy space if we're fighting the past. Again, from these emotional baggages and triggers open ourselves up, open our heart space to heal so that we can truly be present to listen and being intimate, being curious about who they are, how they think, what they desire, what they're interested in. And to be fully present and listen, we have to be here because sometimes our body is here, but our mind is on the other side of town. (laughs) They made a song about it. Your body's here with me, but your mind is on the other side of town. So we have to be here. That's, that's why mindfulness is so important, because when we're here, when a person doesn't feel listened to, then they shut down over time. And this can erode a relationship quickly, and it can result in very surface-level communication. So we want to come from a place where we're listening attentively with a clear mind and no judgment, to be present with the experience of just listening <laughs> and let go of the need to respond. Aware, coming to an awareness of just listening. That's a meditative, meditative experience in itself, if you want to take it there. But really just tuning in to what that person is saying, exploring what it means to be present while listening. And then when you're speaking, practice mindful speech. Be honest. Allow yourself to be vulnerable and observe the words that you are saying. Be empathetic and acknowledge someone's feelings. And it's also about trying to understand how those feelings are influencing their actions as well. So I think it's, it's very easy to lose sight of empathy when we are in the midst of arguments and our partner's point of view stands in the way of ours. But when someone really, really, truly feels like they're connecting and communicating and they feel listened to and empathized with, then they're more likely to continue to open up and share more which leads to more intimacy and closeness overall. Those who are in a relationship, when they're able to communicate with a listening partner and one who's attentive, then they're more likely to report higher levels of satisfaction within their relationship. So communication, very, very important, and listening. So in conclusion, our relationships with others really does provide us with a great opportunity. Practicing mindfulness reducing relationship stress, and coming into higher states of love. And generally, when we're satisfied, then this is going to send off positive energy, positive emotions, a more clear mind, more positive interactions, being more present with our partners, and whoever that is that we're, you know, relating to in a relationship. 
and having a sense of less reactivity, less negative emotions and less stress. So by assessing your current stress level, your level of satisfaction within your relationships and being more mindful, present with yourself by dropping into your heart space, using your intuition, discernment, being fully calm, truly listening, being fully present with others. These are just a few ways that you can begin to experience a greater satisfaction in your relationships, but also your life. Thank you for listening to the Women Living Healthy podcast, where we are supporting and inspiring women through education and inspirational talks. This podcast will lead you on a path of holistic living with more freedom, more joy, and less stress. Tune in every Thursday to learn more about how you can better manage your stress and life challenges so that you can live a more purposeful, joyful, and balanced, healthy lifestyle while healing and deeply reconnecting to your mind, your body, and your spirit. If this was your first time tuning in, go ahead and click follow so you don't miss out on one of our exciting episodes. Please leave a review. Your feedback is appreciated so we can make this an enjoyable listening experience for you.